Fed has their meeting next week, and bets on the market is they're going to increase rates again. Good morning, Brendan Rendo with the Holmes Orlando team, and joined again with Joseph Dion. Missed you last week. Hope you're doing well. Doing okay. Uh, wait, I, I kind of want to just duck and get out of here, though. Like, we're, we're talking about feds now and the meeting for next week. I don't know if I want to be a part. Yeah. Um, we got it. It's, it's coming up May 2nd and 3rd. Yep. And, you know, people are looking on the street right now and bets, betting people are betting, hey, you know, they're going to they're gonna increase rates again. And I'm just wondering... Are they pushing it too far? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I, and, and all like Betty, everybody's saying it's going to go up, right? Like I think there, yep. there's like, you know, the pundits and everybody are saying like maybe a 14% chance it doesn't go up. So 86% saying we're going to see something. I, I feel like we're seeing a lot of cracks right now. Yeah. yeah. May the feds are like, you know what, let's 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 make them bigger. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I was going through and looking at some of the um some of the news on the um on the unemployment numbers. And it really whoops, sorry about that. There's more than I I even realized. Mm -hmm. You know, this is this is just looking at April unemployment numbers. We know we went through the revisions and we had from January, we were revised up about was about 300,000 roughly. Um, mm -hmm. uh, un the un number of unemployed went up. But yeah. right now we've got announced by Tyson. They're going to be laying off nearly 1,700 employees. You got 3M who just announced they're laying off 6,000 around the world. I mean, they're a huge, they're a huge manufacturer. Lyft's going to continue to do some huge reductions. They had already laid off 13% of their workforce uh, back in November. You got Whole Foods going to be doing some layoffs. How do you pronounce this one again? I think it's Deloitte. I Deloitte. Think it was okay. Consulting firm. They're laying off 1,200 employees. BuzzFeed. They're doing a 15% reduction. They've actually done away, was it? BuzzFeed News is gone. It's gone. They they act that act that division. Yep. And this, I had no idea there were this many people wow. at David's Bridal. 9,200. Like, is that like 90% of the workforce? I, know, I have no idea. I have no idea they had that many. I didn't realize it was that big of a company. I didn't. I, I had no idea. So there's, you know, there's roughly another 10,000. And then Walmart is laying off 2,000 in their, their fulfillment centers, which is like Amazon where you place an online order and they fulfill mm -hmm. it. That tells you that consumers are pulling back on their, um, on, their, on their spending, which we've seen quite a bit of. But they're also cutting within the retail as well. They're cutting 1,000 jobs in Texas, 600 in Pennsylvania, 400 in Florida, 200 in New Jersey. You know, and then we got, of course, McDonald's. They're going to be laying off some people, and Bed Bath and Beyond has gone under. Hey, Bed Bath and Beyond, they're a rock. They've been around. Like how they're still around, I don't know. I don't know like, how they did. Might it. Be, I don't know how they lasted. Maybe the final, final one for them. Um, yeah, like it's interesting, and you know what's, um, I, you know, you kind of hit on this too. Is like, um, 
there's a website called, I think it's like layoffs.fyi, mm-hmm. um, which is a live tech industry tracker for layoffs in the nation. Okay. Um, that like rolls out and it's like, a, and it's, I think in the tech industry. And the reason why I say this is what tech industry is typically what? Higher paying, Higher paying jobs. jobs. But there's been 184,101 layoffs reported to this site from the companies. And they're like, I'm on the list and I'm like, all right, 300 on the, on the 26th, 400 from another company on the 25th. Um, number that don't report how many, but one, one company, but this is worldwide and us. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, so it's like, we're seeing a lot of like, those are the areas where I'm like, Oh, that, that paints because when tech companies, right. And they've all been in growth mode. Now mm-hmm. they're all compressing. Perfect. Yep. Like, well, what, is, what does that you know, say? You had, you had Silicon Valley, which was a big funder underwriter mm-hmm. of a lot of these, of course, them going under not that dries up their incubation money yep. overall. And then, you know, of course, we've seen everything going on with First Republic. And yeah, Ooh, First Republic. Whoops. <laughs> Teasing yeah, us from that boy, one. Boy, have they Boom. taken a hit this week. Oh, you know my what? Let's just, let's just zoom into the one day and let's look at that positive game because it oh, looks <laughs> way better than the week. <laughs> there you go. There you there go. go. One day looks better. way better. No. Yeah. Um, from 575. Whoa, yeah. Today you're doing great. But don't uh, don't go back five days. That's 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 the whole yeah. thing. Five uh, days. They lost, yeah, they lost forty nine percent in one day in value. Then they lost twenty five percent more of it the next day. Mm-hmm. And I was interesting because I was I was um, listening to a job I listen to on a regular basis, and what they're trying to do with their loan packages mm-hmm. is because. You're a nice guy, Joe. I know you're a super nice guy. And you're willing to buy these loan packages worth $100 billion at a premium and get a warrant for maybe some stock down the road, right? Like, oh, man. Come on. Like, is that we really like, like... Hey, like we're going to, you're going to pay a premium. And for people that are watching that don't know, Warren is basically, we're going to give you the benefit of allowing to purchase our stock at a certain price point sometime in the future within. So like, it's like, Hey, if our, if our stock recovers and we make it through and we end up positive, like it could be worth something, but if we don't like it's worthless. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it, it, it is, it is completely worthless. And I don't know how they fended off the FDIC coming in and taking them under receivership yet. <clears throat> but gut gut feeling is probably by Friday, if not during the meeting or before the meeting. Th- that would be very interesting if that happened. That would be that that could that could change. That could what that happens. could yeah. Yeah. What do you do if on May 2nd, which is what, Tuesday? Yeah, you start out your meeting, and you have to you get interrupted because you have to go save um, First Republic. I don't know, and First Republic has what? I think they have. I was looking it up. They've got it looks like two hundred eighty nine point five billion in in assets. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in that ballpark. Mm-hmm. So that would be. I, 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 that's kind of. I feel like it's, why do I feel like this is one of those things where 
The feds aren't going to do anything. They're going to sit there and increase rates. And then like the day after, like the day after they meet, they're going to take, they're going <laughs> to take uh, servicing. Uh, um, I, I, I just feel like something like that's going to happen. Yeah. Like, it, it won't play out the other way. It'll play out this way. Um, it's just, you're just sitting there and you're just going, come on guys. You know what? Uh, there's, Everything that they've wanted to happen to slow down the econ- the economy is happening. So why you got to why are you con- going to continue to put additional stress on it? Mm-hmm. We we know what's caused a lot of the bank problems, which is the the big increase in the interest rates, and the banks losing money between you know what they're servicing on their current their current loan packages and current interest rates. So you're just going to continue to put additional stress on it and. At this point, you, you're accomplishing what you wanted to accomplish. Unemployment's definitely going up. Mm-hmm. You know, we're seeing you know some some headlines in the news about foreclosures increasing. So you're <laughs> you're achieving what you want. Let's there. You're not going to hurt. I don't think you're going to hurt anyone by pausing. And I think I, I with the consumer buy pullback. I think you're going to see the unemployment number or the, not the unemployment, but the um, inflation numbers continue to push down. Yeah. Yeah, So let's, you know, the simple economics, less demand, you got to lower your prices. Right. So it's going to be interesting. Um, I'm, I'm thinking a quarter. I don't, I hope they don't do a half. I really hope I, they don't I can't do a half. see them doing a half. I feel like I feel like a half would be like I, I just feel like they're gonna push a quarter, like you said. But if they do a half, it's gonna be like ooh. I, I just think it's gonna create too much, mm-hmm. um, and I think that they they would look at it and go, that might be too big. Like they yeah. they realize that okay, we we want to afflict a little more pain, but we don't want to you know we don't want to do a, a death blow. Yeah, um, you know, we don't want to do something that's going to have massive, massive. Um, but it is. It's going to be really interesting to see how these next couple of days play out because, you know, we've got a, all the reports are coming in and they're kind of mixed all over the place. You know, yeah. um, you know, some are good, some are bad. You know, the ones that are good, I'm like, they'll revise to be worse by middle of next month. <laughs> um, you know, that's usually how it works. Yeah. Um, you know, right now, but I think that's kind of the area where it's like, okay. Um, I would, like you said, I would prefer to see the Fed say, hey, let's pause and let's let's let this play out for another month or two and see kind of do we see the actions happening at the, you know, um, but I just don't know if they're going to do that. And that's the hard part. Yep. Yeah, it is. So it's one of the, it's just one of those kind of sit and wait situations. And um, of course, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Well, let's look at um, let's look at how Orlando's doing overall. Woo! So consistent. We are we are just consistent overall, and it's it's nice. It's it's we're not totally crazy, and we're not you know no one doing anything. Yeah. So you know it's um, consistently in that four hundred, a little above four hundred level. Mm-hmm. On our um, on our sales, the median sales price, you know, it, 
holding pretty steady at that 400,000, which, man, we have just been consistent there for the longest time. Yeah. And unfortunately, we did take another drop in the inventory. That inventory, that's the one concern. We're not seeing inventory that bump, right? Like, which yeah. I, yeah. I really would like to see that because that's going to help. Um, but, you know, but I think, um, you know, we're going to see like we're scaling back to yeah. a seller's market. I, I think until, I mean, I hate to say it until we start seeing some of those foreclosures starting to hit, you know, Disney's doing some layoffs. They're doing yeah. some big layoffs. Um, yeah. So if we start seeing that number of foreclosures increase, I think that will help put up the, put it up. But the other thing is, um, I was reading an interesting article that one economist felt that until we get down to about 5.5%, mm -hmm. that a lot of people who have the lower interest rates and are locked in at those lower interest rates just aren't going to, aren't going to yeah. do anything unless they have to. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, the past couple listings I have, I have a listing coming up um, here next week mm -hmm. and it's a have to situation. Yeah. So I don't want to, but mm -hmm. the past several have all been, I've, I need to sell, mm -hmm. you know, um, two of them. And I think we're going to see a lot more of this are the, um, the baby boomers mm -hmm. who, I've just hit that point where, you know, I just, I need to downsize the yeah. cost of, you know, maintaining this, you know, 2000, 3000 square foot house, you know, with the association, the taxes and everything, it's just gotten too much. I'm starting my retirement. I don't need anything this big. I'm going, mm -hmm. I, I, I want to scale down. And I've had more inquiries, inquiries for two bedroom, mm -hmm. two bath homes lately than I have for the three and four bedroom homes. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. It's like, hmm. And then I got I got one client looking at um, a 55, a couple different 55 plus communities. Mm -hmm. And the new ones, no discount. They're selling as fast as they're releasing them. Wow. So it it, it kind of shows you where the boomers are, are headed. You know, Ooh. downsize it. You know, Florida, like, retirement land. Retirement land. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, so the one, the one she's looking at, she said there's going to be like 900 homes in it, something like that, and they're all you know the the villa style homes yeah. and everything, and they've got a waiting list of like 30 people because you know the builders are going to release it slow so they can keep the prices up. Mm -hmm. So, it just kind of hmm. It was it was eye opening for me to to have the conversation with her. Yeah. So then we get into our um, price differences. You know, yep. original list and final list price. You know, again, consistent, holding right mm -hmm. there. You know, the 98 percent. And yep. in the market that you know you and I do a lot of work in, again, is that you know, 400 to $500,000 market. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're only, you're only getting about 1% off right now. And that's due to the inventory. Yeah. And you see, you know, the, the overall market average is 52 days, but in this price range, it's 41. It's a lot less, mm -hmm. you know, cause this is, that's that right now is your, is the bread and bar bread and butter of the market. 
Yeah. And with so few available, I mean, if when you go on my website and I do a search for people easily, one third of the, the searches are new construction homes mm -hmm. that the builders have put on, which they weren't doing a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. Then this is, you know, our sales graphs, you know, sales price again. I mean, look at this. I mean, pretty, I mean, you can almost draw a straight line right there. And then our sales still holding steady. Hope we're holding above that median line of about 400 units, yep. which is nice to see. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we did take we did take a little jump in the um, overall average days on market. And then this, uh, I was I was hoping, I'm a, I was hoping we hit the spring, and it's like oh we took we 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 flatlined. We're gonna take nope. Nope. <laughs> so you know, eighty doesn't seem like a lot, but yeah. it's, it's it's you know that slow drip of inventory just whittling away. Yeah, that, that, and that's the key. Like you said, it's just it's not like we're not seeing new inventory hit. Like, and, and now it's like you know, I, I think you showed on the other one of the others. It says like months of inventory, and it was like everything was under two months of inventory. Mm -hmm. Except for your million plus homes. Yep. But I was like, <laughs> you know, like everything else, 1.2, 1.5, 1 1.7, 1 like uh, months of inventory. Like that's not a lot. I mean, wait, wait. I mean, in, on a real estate side, what is it? Six months of inventory is kind of a neutral market, right? Mm -hmm. So like at two, less than two, we're definitely seller side. We're not having what we had before. And I mm -hmm. think it's because the buyer pool is a lot smaller as well. Yep. Right. Like, so you don't have as much bidding. Um, but, you know, it's definitely skewed very strong to the seller. And I think, but, you know, even though it's limited inventory, buyers still have that wiggle room to negotiate because sellers know I don't have a bunch of options behind you. Yeah, exactly. Here's an interesting question we got from Deepak. He's asking, any comments on how the non-QM subprime lending would play out in these higher rates? As lots of buyers are not qualifying for, for, for traditional loan programs. Mm -hmm. um, so how the non-QM subprime will play out with these rates and such? Yeah. I mean, the hard part is, is with that, they're not going to play out for the traditional those loans you know that that marketplace and we do we you know we have a community uh product that the borrower for a primary or second home can do no income verification okay like you don't see much like i say that people are like oh what does that mean is that 2005 six well the difference is is like you want to do that product you're putting 25 30 40 percent down to get the ah. best terms so, you know, in those situations, I think you might see a little bit, but I don't think you're going to see a lot more of that in, in that non-QM, that marketplace. Those are just large down, like it's no 20, you know, 15 years ago, they didn't put, you can get those products with minimal debt. Yeah. Remember, so, you know, sometimes you can get money in your pocket with those products. Yeah. While buying yeah. the home. Um <laughs> You can't do that anymore. And um, we are seeing across the board, we're seeing tightening. Um, and we've seen tightening for a while. And the problem is, is because we don't know where rates are. And, the, and those type of price points, they're great. But um, what I have seen on a lot of those is I've seen a lot of prepayment penalties that like, kind of lock people in. 
to those products to make sure that they're not getting in and then getting out real quick. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, the lender's got to make his yield to make it profitable for him to mm -hmm. actually originate originate the loans. Yeah. Then just go over our, our um, condo market. And again, consistent. They actually sold the exact same number last week as this week, 143. Mm. You don't see that very often. So overall, you know, Orlando's, we're, we are just chugging along and being, yeah. and being consistent. Um, I think until, you know, Fed's saying we're going to have a recession. Recession usually means lower rates overall. Yeah. But the difficulty is you got lower rates, but less people employed. Yeah, it's a, it's a double-edged sword, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And, I mean, it may have, help out your refi business, which I know is almost, my gosh, pretty much non-existent. People refi because they have to, like you yep. said, like, you know, they're getting divorced, they're getting separated, they got to buy someone out, they've got this or they're, you know, and then we, you know, we do see a lot of home equity loans, like taking advantage of uh -huh. that, um, increase in value to do different things. But we are seeing people pull back a little bit on that, too, because there is some uncertainty. So they're not wanting to kind of increase that liability, that monthly payment uh, for their housing with that uncertainty in you know, kind of where the economy as a whole is going. Yep. Um, so it's definitely been very, very interesting. Um, I will say on, you know, on that non-QM to traditional, the spread between those type of loans, they're a lot smaller now. So, you know, it used to be like, you know, when rates were in the threes, like non-QM mm -hmm. was like in the seven, yep. right? Like now it's like, okay, if rates are in the sixes, non-QM is in the eights. Like, yeah. You know, it's not as bad to be like, you know what, maybe I'll look at that option. Like, I'm not just going to throw it out the window. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, because they look at that traditional payment and they go, oh, my gosh, that's more, you know, it, it's not as big of a, a, you know, a punch to the face when they see that non-QM rate because they see, well, everybody else is over here. You're yeah. already at high rates, too. So um, yep. we yep. have seen an uptick because of that aspect. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We'll see you again next week, and we'll see if we're both right on that quarter percent. We'll see. We'll see. Take care. Everyone, have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.